Get real, reality TV aficionados. Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Giorgio Takanakis, and I'm here serving you the juiciest updates on all your favorite reality shows weekly, as well as the hottest pop culture trends and even exclusive interviews that will leave you wanting more. This podcast will keep you on the edge of your seat. We definitely need to talk about this. The Giorgio Says Podcast starts now. All right. Welcome, everyone. It is officially the first podcast episode of 2024 for Giorgio Says. Yes, I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. I have TikTok live, um, and I'm also live on YouTube. What's up, TikTok? What's up, everyone in the YouTube world? But boy, oh boy, we need to discuss the finale that was Salt Lake City. Sorry, my lighting is really annoying on YouTube, but perfect on the TikTok. Um, But nonetheless, welcome in, guys. I, just like I was saying, I was on hiatus for pretty much all of December because I needed a little bit of a break from the podcast, but now I am back and I am starting off with this crazy, crazy finale that was Salt Lake City. I don't know if you guys have watched it at this point, so I don't want to give you guys any spoilers, but it's been a good enough time. Hi, Asia. Missed you too. Missed all of you guys. Um, We will be going live every day. Um, from this point going forward. So I'm going to be doing it on TikTok and YouTube. Uh, But nonetheless, where do I even begin? I know we've been waiting for this finale pretty much since the trailer dropped, because I think we all knew that this was not going to come out. We weren't going to know anything about this whole fiasco of who Heather was talking about until pretty much the end, which it literally was the end of the season. It's in the season finale. And I have to say, this was probably one of the, if not the best Housewives finale episode in history. Am I alone in saying that? Because it really felt like we were... I don't even know. I forgot I was watching Housewives for a little bit. I really did not think it was going to go that way. I didn't think we were going to get right into it so fast. I really thought they were going to leave a lot of it out because we do have three part reunion coming up starting next week. And yeah, I, well, first of all, let's start at the top because we know that by the beginning. Hi, Danielle. Welcome in. Good new ha- Oh, I didn't even say Happy New Year, guys. How rude of me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, yes, but it, we start off in the episode very, very quickly. Things are going down. It's not looking good for Monica. We kind of already had our suspicions that... She was, in fact, behind the um, the Burner account, the Reality Von Teese and Re- Reality Von Teese 2, I believe it's called. Um, but yes, it is insane. But apparently, Heather's good at keeping things close to the vest because it seemed like she 
was starting to kind of think through some of these things as the trip went on. Now, she says that this all started when she was going to get Monica a gift card to Beauty Lab, I guess, for her birthday. And when they went in, I guess they had seen that there was a few different Monicas, right? And so upon looking further, I guess one of the Monicas that is attached to the Monica that we know on the show was the profile that still hadn't paid their bill, which we now know is uh, has resulted in Heather filing a lawsuit through Beauty Lab towards Monica. And I believe Monica is countersuing for botched work and or whatever. Um, but yes, I see you guys in the TikTok chat and I'm going to get to your questions. It A lot of jaw drops. Yes, a lot of jaw dropping moments. I was not expecting that to like I said, go the way it did. But we see that Heather is putting the pieces of it together. And I almost feel like at the point where they're out shopping, there's this pivotal moment where we see that Heather, I guess, forgot her wallet back at the hotel and coincidentally so did Angie. So Monica offers to pay. And that is why we... I guess it it makes it a little bit, it's so weird. I almost feel like was Heather doing that on purpose to try to see like, was her car going to decline? Also did her car decline? I know some people said that it looks like she had chime, the bank account chime where she had to go on and, and I guess approve international purchases. But then some of you said that there was two different cards used. So it was perhaps the one initially used was declined. So therefore the second one was used. And then some of you even said that, oh, well, those are both linked to the same account. So I don't even know. But I found that whole thing to be a little bit strange, like almost like Heather was gearing up to set her up. But it just so happened that she... I guess, obviously, the, the payment went through. But it's when they get back to the to the hotel or the house that Heather gets this call. Now, we don't know who Heather is talking to, but it is really interesting that she clearly was on it from a while back. And they did reference, if you guys paid attention, they referenced to when, remember when Monica said to Heather on the beach, you know, I would do that. And then Heather was like, no, you wouldn't. I think that struck a chord with everyone, not just us. Because in the moment, I was like, how does that not give yourself away? But yeah, I I was also really stunned at how the editing went on this. I wasn't sure how they were going to do this because I really thought they were going to wait until the very tail end to give us this whole thing. But Mm-mm. No, no, no. It seemed like Heather was going to make sure that, you know, she called this out at this dinner. I don't know if production knew this the entire time. A lot of you guys were saying in the comments of my recap that production had to have known this the entire time. And maybe perhaps Monica knew at some point she would get outed for this. I'm not sure about that. Or maybe to what extent there could have been some inklings that production knew, or maybe they did know and they wanted to see if the ladies would figure it out. Cause you know, they're not producing them. Right. 
but I guess we'll find out more at the reunion. A lot of you, though, seem to be like really strongly feel that Monica is the winner. And and for a large reason, she is not because of the behavior that was exposed, but also just the mere fact that this has completely stratosphered this franchise. As of last season, there we didn't know if it was going to come back. We really didn't. We don't know how things are ever going to go with these shows. And sometimes we put a lot of eggs in the basket and it just never delivers. This season, I have to say, really delivered. And they... They really did a great job with the storyline, the storytelling, the edits. All of that, I thought, was done very, very well. But I'll say, I am on the fence. I, I, I just can't imagine that, that Monica would go in on this show and not think that at some point that that would get exposed because of just the connection she had already. She was already connected to someone that already burned a lot of these ladies, so I would I would think that maybe wouldn't be the best idea because automatically people are going to look at you with three heads all just by association. But then you have all this stuff that you're fine to expose about yourself. So maybe that is the reason why. Maybe that is the reason why she was so clear and so forthright about exposing her own stuff because she just maybe that was her whole thing. Maybe being so blunt and obvious and, and throwing her own stuff out there, people wouldn't maybe think that she would be doing that to other people. But when you stitch it back from the beginning of the season to the end, it totally makes sense. Hi, Aquarius goddess. She, uh, I don't understand why Monica had to involve the other ladies. It kind of felt like she was trying to... Did you guys feel like maybe Monica was trying to get this to fall in another housewife's lap? Perhaps maybe Meredith, dare I say? It kind of feels like she was setting Meredith up a little bit. Because I think she would have been happy to let Meredith sit with everyone thinking it was her sending those DMs, but now it makes sense. And I'm glad Heather did call it out, but a lot of you guys are also saying that Heather's the real villain. Thank you for the likes on TikTok, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Hello, Intergalactic Defender. Thank you. Welcome. Guys, I am so, like, I'm still thinking about this finale. Like, there was just so much to unpack. And there's still so much to unpack. I mean, we still have three parts to a reunion. And you know there's more stuff coming out. I mean, more stuff was coming out today. I mean, there's only so much they can fit into the episode, right? But I really, I really, I don't question whether or not Angie, I know a lot of you guys are asking do we think Angie really had something to do with it? Why did it get cut short when it was, you know, when it was being talked about? I think this is what I took from it. And if I missed something, please remind me. But I felt like what they were, I think the point where Angie was probably interacting with the account, but I don't necessarily know what her involvement outside of that would be because they also said the other ladies also interacted with this account because again they didn't know who was running it um 
But a lot of I'm I'm reading the TikTok comments. Yes, a lot of you guys think Angie is in fact involved. This is crazy. If she is involved, like listen, is it crazy that someone created a burner account? I don't think everyone's shocked by that. I think we're shocked that someone could just do that and just sit there like not a care in the world and make this whole scenario look like she is a, you know, truth teller and she has nothing to hide. Then why not come right out the gate and 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 say that you are a part of that whole thing? Because now I'll be honest with you, when it gets to the point where she's called out, her reaction to it is don't like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Well, first of all, it already came off really defensive in my opinion. So it already is kind of like lost its steam. Thank you guys for the likes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting how she handled that. Like, I don't know. Well, now she's saying it wasn't just her, but she seemed to be involved in so much of it from the videos. She was driving by Jen Shaw's house. And this makes sense. Why a lot of the ladies kept quiet around the time. If you guys remember, when I was kind of trying to dig into what really happened at Angie's Greek Easter. And rightfully so, they probably couldn't talk because they probably knew the season was going to play out in one of two ways. Obviously, they were there. But now it's like starting to make sense. It seems like there's a lot of... It's not good. I mean, listen, was it good for the show? This is what I want to really get into because this is interesting to me. Was the drama good for the show? Yes. I said at the top of the show here that like that was probably the best finale slash housewife episode in history. Like that is, I am going to stand on that until something else happens to prove me otherwise. But the real question is, what happens with Monica after this season? Does she come back? And if she comes back, what's the dynamic like? Because how are the other ladies going to trust her? I get a lot of you guys are like, yes, 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 Queen Monica, Queen Monica. Yes, slay. All of that. But now that the season's wrapped, where is her storyline within this group going to go? That's all I want to know. How do you guys that really don't want her gone? And listen, I don't think she's going to be one and done because there's so much to unpack there. There's no way they could just have all that crystallize and then she doesn't come back. There's going to have to be some tying up of the, the story, if you will, unless they're just like done with her because they the rest of the ladies make that big of a stink about filming with her. I just know in the past, whenever housewives try to pull the, I'm not filming with her, they end up filming with her. You know what I mean? Do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't feel like they really do have that much say in it. However, again, we have to see the reunion play out because we don't know. It seems like Monica is sitting pretty on a lot of stuff that she is ready to talk about and that she did talk about. It's beyond me. I still don't know where that would leave her on the show. A lot of you guys have brought back up the whole $60,000 ring and that she perhaps allegedly 
was behind that. Now that I'm not sure of, but I would love to know what they are talking about at Bravo in regards to Monica, because and if I'm honest, that season finale, that could be stretched out into like a little mini lifetime movie. It was murder mystery vibes. It was like someone's getting voted off the island vibes. It even had a little twinge of squid games, you know, with the tables and being like, that was a that was really wild. Wild, wild, wild. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Hey, it's Ben. Um, yes, I did this in my recap, but it was very much giving when Heather was at the table talking to Monica, being like, receipts, proof, timeline, situations, club, bus, another club, another club. That's exactly what I was hearing the entire time. But you know what? It was epic. The whole dinner scene was epic. The wind blowing. You guys, the wind. The wind was literally there for dramatic effect. Like, I cannot. Every time those women were getting up and screaming or, like, going off, the wind was literally blowing their hair so erratically. It was, like, the most dramatic situation. But it was, I was living for it. It was so wild. Did you guys have that in your, like, vision board for season four, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Because I did not. I did not. I did not think we were going to be jaw drop. Like, I had to rewatch that dinner scene again because there was so much moving parts. And they were saying so much. I also really like how we get, because I was confused by the beginning of the episode and then we get straight to the dinner. I'm like, wait, we skipped a whole scene where Heather is talking to the other ladies about this. Where's that scene? But they give it to us in a flashback. And they do it. Thank you guys for the gifts. Thank you, TikTok fam. Um, But they give us this like, this part was so epic, in my opinion, when she calls Monica's, like, Instagram page out, but they silence it, and then they cut right to when Heather does ask Whitney, Lisa, and Meredith to come down so that she can tell them what she found out. That was epic. And that scene, when the when Lisa, Meredith, and Whitney find out, th- they deserve... Oscars, Emmys, Tonys, whatever we can give them. Thank you guys for the gifts. I really appreciate it. But yes, they deserve all the awards. All the awards. The drama, even Meredith's reaction. How come people keep doing this to us? I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, let's discuss, though. Let's discuss why... Angie was seemingly getting really defensive around being called out by Monica for presumably maybe having some hand in this page as well. I mean, I know like, but what, I guess my question would be what involvement did she have outside of what they showed us, which was that she clearly engaged it. And let's be honest, all the housewives engage all those pages at one point or another. So it's not really crazy that they interacted with it 
or even followed the page because again they didn't know who it was um and as we find out they probably were following this page because they were definitely scared of what was going to come out about them on a daily basis so it's best to be in the loop but Angie, I mean, Angie was friends with Jen as well and knows Monica through Jen. So I think just by association, I'm sure. But they all have had some sort of association with Jen Shaw. Like, we can't pretend now that everyone is just, like, a bad person because they had some sort of connection or friendship with Jen Shaw. I mean, Meredith had friendship with her even after all their drama and she still stood bes beside her pretty much till the very end. So did Heather. Lisa did too. Whitney did. They all were Jen Shaw apologists at one point. What was really interesting was that we had to wait a whole, a whole other season just to find out what we already assumed, which was Heather's black eye was given to her by Jen Shaw. Well, duh, who else would it have been? I mean, how many other... We went through every avenue. If you guys remember last season, we had all the Bravo detectives out here pulling every little scrap, every little receipt that they could to try to get to the bottom of this mystery. And you guys know I love to investigate stuff, but that one was running all of us into like, a dead wall. We were like, okay, well, she's not going to tell us and nobody wants us to know. So that makes it even worse because then your mind wanders like, well, if it's not, if it really isn't Jen Shaw, then what the heck happened? But I guess Heather was like, no more needing to uh, protect someone that's behind bars. So yeah, it was Jen Shaw that gave me the black eye. Like, really? Aquarius goddess, yes, did you see the message from Jen Shaw? Yes, I did. And look, is Jen completely wrong? No, they are still using her to kind of tell the story. But to be fair to the show, Jen is a big part of that show. She came on when it started. So it's not like you can just make it seem like she never existed. She clearly impacted these women. They were going to talk about it. It just came off the back of her trial and her, you know, being found guilty. So I wasn't expecting to not hear about Jen Shaw this season, but I see from her standpoint why she may feel like they're using her for a storyline. But in fact, the storyline was really Monica. Let's be honest. The major storyline this season was Monica. Monica saved the show. Let's give her her flowers. Because, you know, I give credit where credit's due. She definitely gets her flowers. She brought it. She wanted to be on this show so bad. She worked her way in and she made it happen. So, yes. Good on her. She was fantastical. TV, I'm never going to take that away from her. But I did say in the beginning of this, this season with her that I smell a manipulative, dare I say, slightly narcissistic mother-daughter duo that kind of swooped in and played on issues that they may still have, they may not, 
They could just be that toxic that they just play up on whatever works for them. But, you know, is this, I, I guess the question is, and maybe I should just be very clear, is the Monicas of the world the types of people we have to have on these shows in order for us to pique our interest in watching these shows? It's not, it's not a wrong or right answer. I just, I'm, I guess I'm checking the temperature because it seems like a lot of people are standing her. And I'm not a hater. Definitely not a hater. I respect the game and I respect that this is a show and we've got to entertain and bring it. So do it. But at what cost? I guess what I'm fearful of is that we're going to get we're going to get further down the rabbit hole when it comes to what peaks our excitement and interest within a housewife. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? And if it doesn't, please push back. I mean, listen, I, I love to hear you guys weigh in on this because sometimes I feel like, you know, it's nice to hear someone else's opinion other than my own. But I really do. I get a little worried with the, with the Monica type because it's not like Monica stumbled into this and didn't know what it was and then she got exposed and then it is what it is. That is a little bit different. She methodically positioned herself to then be on this show. So I... Danielle says, a Monica only works on Salt Lake City. Listen, I think she definitely revved their engines up. She got them to wake up a little bit. They were all a little bit too comfortable. Thanks for the likes, guys, and thanks for the gifts. We definitely needed Monica. That is for sure. I just wonder at what cost and how does this build her longevity on the show? Do the women... Even if they film with her next season, will they, how will that go? Is that really going to be something that's going to stick? Or is it going to be like a Brandy Glanville situation where then she like stays a season or two more and then she gets, she, you know, it all comes back to bite her. I'm sure she can make a comeback. As It seems that she's, it's not like she's denying what she's done. So maybe the fact that she's so, honest about whatever it is that she's going to share at the reunion. Sure. I don't dislike Monica. You know, I get where she's good for the show. I guess I'm just confused at the dynamic and who outside of Mary, who's the only person that she left there in good terms with, who's going to entertain her. I don't see Heather jumping on anything filming with her so i i don't know how that's gonna go mm. Lori on youtube brought up a good point i mean how's new jersey handling people not filming together you know what Lori? that's a good point i mean that's why i'm saying i i guess yeah i guess you can make it work i mean look at new jersey you know we got a whole new season where we probably aren't going to see a scene with Mel melissa and Teresa. So they were able to not film with each other. So it's not to say that they can't do that here. And I'm sure there'll be other people that will be more neutral to Monica. Listen, my whole thing is if people can be neutral and, and sway back to Tom Sandoval while filming, 
then whatever Monica did is not. I mean, when you break it down, it was a burner account. Like she was just a, she was being messy. Now she should have been honest about it, but she wasn't. And so, but she had to have known it was going to come out. She just had, there's no way you can't be that smart and that stupid. You just can't. I guess that's the part for me that I, I hope that she now just comes forthright and just is who she is. I'll respect it a hell of a lot more. So I would rather not see any more of this like dynamic with her mom and her family. Cause now I really don't think any of that was really the biggest thing on the plate. I really thought, I think she was coming on to kind of take down some of these other ladies in real life. She was doing it behind a burner account and now she had an opportunity to probably take them down on this platform that she's now on. So that probably was a big, like hard on for her. I'm just saying. But what do we think about, well, what do we think is going to come out anymore about, because it, obviously we saw Monica say at the end that there's still a lot more that she didn't say that she felt wasn't the right time to bring that up. And I agree at that point, like I was saying earlier, after she's called out and exposed, nothing she says is going to make a difference. It wouldn't make a difference to me. Would it make a difference to you guys? I don't think so. I think we all would have been the other women and been like, no, 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 nothing you say at this point is going to sound truthful or make sense because you've been going this long deceiving us. I mean, the one part of this all, guys, is that she was caught on the video footage from Meredith Marks Boutique. Not saying she stole anything, just saying she was in that store. And we see her telling Meredith while being in her store again, oh, this is my first time here. To me, when someone can lie that easily, yep, you're good for the show, but I'm keeping both both eyes open when I have to deal with you because I they're like, that's just way too easy. You know? Thank you guys for the likes. Um, but we do need to talk about reality Von Teese, okay? They did repost some older uh, videos. I think there was one, well, they're both from a live that Femtero and Kempire did where they were reading Jen Shaw. So I'm not sure who's running this account right now. Is it Monica still? I would think that she would have backed off but maybe not i don't know um but someone is also heather's hair stylist also came out claiming that there's more to this too because i don't know if you guys noticed but monica tried to throw heather's hair stylist under the bus for this like really kind of messy like i really don't think monica realizes like she, I really do think Monica thinks that this is all just good for the show and this will ultimately be good for her. But like I say, it might work right now, but if, if something doesn't shift in balance, people will get sick of this. This happened with Brandy. Everyone was the same way with Brandy, myself included. And I'm still like, I'm still for Brandy Glanville. She messes up a lot, but Somehow she always seems to get herself in a situation where it ends up shooting her in the foot. This is going to be what's going to happen to Monica if Monica doesn't do something different. 
like, sure, get in the door however you need to make your splash, but hopefully you can, uh, I don't know, bring something else to the table. Because if not, I don't know. I think people will get sick of her. And then slowly but surely, she won't have these opportunities. So I hope right now she strikes while the iron's hot. She's she's in the press. Like this this finale is huge, huge for Salt Lake City. I don't think they they all are going to be getting some sort of bonus. Monica probably deserves the biggest bonus because she had the biggest scandal that got outed. So they all should get a raise, but she definitely should get. Like, listen, I'm all about paying people what they're worth. I mean, she brought it. Listen, you have to have a lot of kahunas to go on a reality show and then know that there's a lot of stuff that's not good that could come out about you and still be good with it to go take a photo shoot now and make and lean into it. I mean, listen, it makes sense why Monica has the first seat at the reunion. So, listen, I don't think they're not going to bring her back. Even if they did already extend a contract to her, she's not going to be able to say anything right now, at least until the third part of the reunion airs. Because that's not mince words. They're already thinking about the next season and probably scheduling when that's going to take place in terms of filming. So... I don't think they're going to have to scrap for new housewives this year. And honestly, if they do keep Monica, then they need to keep the, the rest of the cast the same. They can add a new friend of if they want, but they need to leave it the way it is. There's clearly a lot of stuff that needs to get worked out. If they're going to bring her on, then they're going to have to force these conversations to happen between a lot of these ladies. I'm just very interested to see what exactly they're going, like, what is she going to expose further at the reunion about all of this? Because that, I'll be honest, that's going to make or break my true, like, judgment on how she returns if she returns. Not that it's my judgment to make, like, I don't have the the power to hire and fire, obviously, but I'm saying, like, that'll be, that will that's how I'm going to base my opinion is based on, on the three, re, the three parts of the reunion. We also have a reality Von Teese's page being called out and rightfully so because Dita Von Teese has been sharing and asking people to report the page because the burner account is using Dita Von Teese's image as their profile picture. So she wants to obviously have that page removed or have them take down any association with her because she also clarified she does not watch these shows and she uh, doesn't want to look like she's involved in anything, specifically this, which uh, that's more than fair. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but 
Jen Shaw seems to think that the reason why her name is being used so much this season and why uh, Heather is now saying that she's the one that gave her the black eyes because Andy's just being salty because he didn't get that one-on-one with her. Tip, tip, superstar. I do believe that Jen Shaw hit her. Now, I don't know if it was on purpose, but she definitely hit her. But I guess we're going to find out what really happened when the reunion airs, because apparently Heather's going to have to talk about it now. I think they were resharing older posts to their stories, perhaps, or something, because someone was sending me some, some posts they weren't new, but they were posted a while ago um, that were, I guess, the caption was updated. A lot of people are thinking perhaps now that does link Monica to allegedly being the one that had something to do with Lisa's $60,000 ring getting taken or, or being lost or whatever. I don't know. I think that is wild. Like, not that everything else that we found out last night wasn't. But it really feels like that would be too obvious for her to do that. Knowing that there's only so many people like in the situation, but you never know. You never know. I mean, honestly, this could go any which way. I would, they would probably have a hard time proving that if it was the case, if she did in fact take the ring, but I don't think Monica would do that. I think Monica that would be way too like that would just be like shooting yourself in the foot twice if you did that because if it did come out and they found out that she did then that there goes your opportunity on the show and that's definitely grounds for someone not coming back to the show so you know we'll see it seems like there's a lot that mary has i'm not mary sorry i'm thinking about mary i just saw someone write her name in the comments but it seems like Monica has a lot of receipts and proof and whatnot, but I don't know. I keep going back to the shopping thing where Heather was like, oh, I forgot my wallet. And so did Angie coincidentally. And then Monica pays for it. And it's like, you know, Monica's not getting that money back. There's no way. Cause I feel like at that point, Heather was already on to it possibly being her that was the Monica that still owed Beauty Lab, or it was pretty much close to being solidified that that was her. So I wonder, if, like, that was just a like a fu moment. Like, I'm not going to pay you back because you clearly are like trying to swindle me and have been lying to my face. Like, there's so much that we probably still don't even know because again, it's edited, right? I would have loved though. Uh, Aliza brings up, I love Mary, but she doesn't bring anything to the show. I mean, she is a new, she's a, I mean, she's a friend of the show. So there's not that much that they're expecting from her. And we did get a lot of her normal Mary commentary, but I would have loved to have Mary on this Bermuda trip because that commentary would have been gold. Could you imagine if Mary Cosby was at this Bermuda Triangle dinner? I don't even know if he would have been able to handle it. Lori, yes. Yeah, so right when they get to Bermuda, was it? No. Sorry. 
not Bermuda, right in the beginning of the season when they're heading to Palm Springs, I believe, uh, they stop to go to the restroom. And I guess in the restroom, Lisa realizes that she loses her $60,000 ring that was on her finger. And perhaps maybe it came off when she was like in her pocket or whatever. But nonetheless, it's a whole thing. And then Monica... A lot of people were trying to insinuate possibly that Monica had something to do with it. I don't believe that she did. Uh, so, but I do know Lisa has insurance on her jewelry. So I'm I'm sure it's been replaced. But no, I don't think Monica had anything to do with the ring being taken. Yes. That is right. Monica says she has not been paid back from that shopping spree or whatever they did. But something tells me that she's not going to get paid back. Wow, you guys on TikTok Live, you guys really do think that Monica had something to do with this ring being taken. Yeah, but you know what, Tara? Andy may not be feeling Monica, but there's a lot of people he's not really feeling on these shows that he keeps around because he ultimately knows it's best for the show. And unless they find a different dynamic to play off of, this is going to be hard to top. So I, this is why I'm leaning into the fact that they are going to probably keep Monica on. Not to say everyone on the, the cast remaining is going to love that, but it's not up to them. I agree. I don't think I don't think Monica should expect Heather to pay her back when she already owes Beauty Lab money and then played in Heather's face trying to pretend like she wasn't going to say anything about it or how like I don't know how like how people can do that. Like it's such such a small world as it is and to be in Salt Lake City, it's not like you can yeah, so what? She had blonde hair before, now it's brown. She still has the same face. Like, how do you not know who this person is? I don't think he said he didn't like her. I think it more was about, like, he wasn't feeling some of the behavior. And rightfully so. I mean, there's some of the behavior. It's like, I, I don't think that that's qualifying someone to be, like, an aspirational housewife, unless you're just looking to be, like, a messy housewife, but like it can't be messy all the time, every time. Like, gotta be some balance, you know? Yeah, I mean, Trisha says she does not even have the same face. Listen, she definitely had some tweaks done and, and work done. I guess I'm more interested to know what are all these because apparently she's got a hang up with falling at Angie's house for Greek Easter that she was threatening on suing Angie for that. She's clearly in a lawsuit with Heather and beauty lab. Just seems like the girl likes to get messy. Lori says, Monica just posted receipts and she's getting roasted. I mean, listen, there's probably going to be a good mix of people that don't care for Monica at all. And then there's the other half that are, in my opinion, the louder of the two that really do love Monica even more now. 
and not to say I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not standing for any of the housewives like that, but like for her, it's like, yeah, no, I get it. Give her her flowers. Like I said, it's just, it is what it is. It comes with the territory, right? I mean, I guess she flipped it on her, it's on its head. Typically someone would go seeking out the information to expose someone, but perhaps maybe she kind of wanted to be exposed because she knew ultimately that would be the best thing. I don't know. It just brings me back to the, the point that when people come on these shows and it's clear that they've watched the show, they've not just watched the franchise that they're on, they've watched the other franchises as well and they've done their homework and or they've had a burner account. I mean, listen, I would equate that to me running this. Like, this is not a burner account because I show my face. But, like, that would be, like, me then going on a show with housewives and them expecting me not to then figure something. Like, it would be this, I guess it would be weird. Like, it would be like, well, you kind of been doing all the dirty work behind the scenes about most of these women. Now you're going to come on and act like you're friends with them now. That's kind of weird. It's weird. So yes, Valerie on TikTok says, what about Angie loving all the posts from the troll page? But you know what? Again, this is like one of those things where you'd be surprised how many of those troll pages are followed by housewives who probably do interact with them. So Yes, perhaps maybe at one point she was loving the shadiness of the post, but guess we're going to find out because it seems like she was kind of trying to throw Angie uh, under the bus as well. And either she did and they cut it out. I'm not sure, but I think we're going to be in for a real doozy. I think this finale is just the tip of the iceberg because there's, it, I don't even, by the time we get to next week, there's going to be so much more that has come out about this. It's going to be insane. And also, yes, thank you. Uh, massive attack on TikTok said, just because she's liking the post doesn't mean she was posting them or had anything to do with con the construction of those posts. So agreed. Like, hey, I may like a post. That doesn't mean I agree with it. It means I saw it or I like acknowledge it. And so, yeah, perhaps Angie was pissed off about something Jen was doing to her or things that she was doing to her. And like, did she admit to being a part of it? Or did she admit to like engaging it and knowing what the page was? This is where it gets unclear because at the end of this episode, they all are screaming at each other so loudly that it's like almost pointless. And it, you know, it's really weird. Like at the end where they send Monica away, it was almost like she was voted off the island. But I almost am like, well, why, why not finish this out? Wouldn't you want to have a little bit more closure on this whole situation? Alicia on TikTok says, yeah, riding past people's houses and spending time in people's stores. Yeah, I mean, listen, that is weird to me. I don't know why she would be driving past Jen Shaw's house like that all the time. But you know what? It doesn't seem like a, a heck of a lot of people um, have that much of an issue with it.
So much so that they seem to like it. It almost makes Monica like cooler um, to a lot of people. But I think a lot of people are mistaking it for just the, the, there is something refreshing about someone like Monica on this show and a lot of these shows where you get a group of women that are comfortable and they kind of learn to how to navigate things and protect themselves and each other. And Monica was kind of like the, the wild card that could come in and didn't really care. And that is refreshing. And that's why this season did so well. Also, all of everything that just got spilled in last night's finale is another reason why uh, she was great for the show. I, I guess I'm just lost on how her story kind of develops from here on out. But again, we'll have to wait and see at the reunion because, again, we really don't know everything. They didn't show us all the stuff. They gave us enough. But, I mean, I still have questions about why they didn't show the full conversation between um, Meredith and Monica when they were hanging out that they kept referencing back to, that they showed us clips from that scene of them hanging out. They just wouldn't let us hear anything. So will that come up at the reunion? I feel like there's a lot of stuff and maybe Monica knows more about these women than they would like for her to know. And so they're a little worried maybe about what she's trying to bring to the table. I do not know. All I know is I'm glad Heather. Yes, Tyler, I agree. I'm glad we can put this whole Heather black eye thing to bed. I know Jen Shaw is refuting the, the claim, but I'm going to, I think we can draw the line at Jen Shaw is not believable at this point. So I'm just going to, we, figured it was Jen Shaw. I think most people are not shocked by that revelation. I think they were just shocked that they were finding out that we were finding this out literally a one full season after the incident happened. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But what do you guys think overall? I mean, listen, if I had to rate this season out of 10, I would give it a solid nine, a nine, probably. Yeah, a nine. And that's high. But it was good from the beginning to the end. Hey, guys in the chat. I didn't forget about you guys. This has been crazy, though. The season's been good. I felt it moved along very, very smoothly. There wasn't a lot of, like, dead weight. Um, yes, Potomac is another story. Uh, not really feeling Potomac, but I'm going to discuss that on another episode. Uh, I needed a little break from that. It was getting a little too uh, monotonous. The episodes seemed to all flow into one for me. Uh, so I'm hoping that this Sunday's episode, we can get back into it. And maybe these ladies will pick up the pace on some of the storylines. But real quick, before I close out this episode, we speaking of Potomac, we... If you guys living under a rock, Mia did post her new man or the back of his head. But, you know, the Bravoverse always finds out who people are. But anyways, seems like she was maybe saying that there's a wedding date, April 4th of 2024. I'm thinking this may be like, maybe that's when her divorce will be finalized. And that. Like, I don't know. She's saying that she's not engaged, but it's clearly like some sort of engagement ring situation in the photo that she posted. But I don't know. 
we it seems like we have these spicy like wild cards on each franchise uh, that are kind of bringing a lot of the momentum or it seems that Mia's going to be center flute next season with all of this because we're watching her marriage kind of fall apart this season. And, you know, like now she's clearly got a new man that she's she's saying that she's been reunited with. So I guess they knew each other from a long time ago and I guess they reconnected. He's a uh, his name's Incognito and he's a. um a radio host, a national radio host in personality. So, you know, good for her. If she likes it, I love it. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, I mean, listen, Salt Lake City is going to be the talk of the town for at least the next couple of weeks. This finale, though, I'll be saying this until we get another episode season finale that blows this one out of the water, which I just, I don't see that happening anytime soon. We do have Beverly Hills tonight. We also have an all new Miami shout out to the Miami ladies. I did ask a lot of you in my post last week, why we're not watching Miami based on the numbers. The ratings are, are reflective that people are not watching it live. And I will say this, this is really interesting to me. I would say about a third of you said you didn't even know it was back on. So that's that's a marketing problem right there. Number two, you guys, a third of you didn't know that it was back on Bravo. So you're waiting for Thursday like normal because initially when it was rebooted, it was rebooted only to Peacock, which then only aired on Thursdays. So again, our live viewership is kind of all over the place. But then I would say a good amount, like another third of you really don't like the cast, which was really, I I was a little surprised by. I was a little surprised by that feedback. A lot of you guys really did not care or do not care for the cast. You think that they're all scripted and all that stuff. So, you know, I would say if you don't know, it's on Bravo. It is on Bravo. I think last week they put it on at a later time than normal. So a lot of that could have played in. But overall, the ratings aren't great. So I'm I'm just mindful of maybe it wasn't the best idea to bring it from Peacock back to Bravo. Maybe this is something that should stay on Peacock because quite frankly, it the production value, the editing, the payoff is much higher quality on Peacock. I feel like on Bravo, it's watered down a little bit. It's not the same pop that we get when we see the final product on Peacock. But you guys can let me know if you see anything different. Yes, we are all over the Lenny conversations. Trust me, I can't imagine what it must be like filming if that's all you talk about all the time. But, you know, to Lisa's defense, that is really her reality. And it's pretty pretty demolishing, you know, her whole life's coming down um, in flames and it's playing out for everyone to watch. So yeah, I'm sure it'd probably be the only thing I was talking about for uh, a while as well. I'm not sure how healthy it is for her boyfriend to have to hear about this all the time. Um, But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. I will be joining you guys for another podcast episode. I am doing my podcast episodes live now. 
So I will be live on TikTok and obviously live on, on the YouTube. So um, check me out. I don't know exactly the times. I, I'm just kind of playing with the times, but definitely every day I will be going live and that will be inclusive of it being the podcast episode for you guys. So if you can join live, that makes it even more fun. But don't worry if you can't, because obviously the replay will be available and then you can always find it on all the platforms that you listen to your podcast. All right. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys. And I'm so excited to be back in the swing of things. Happy New Year to everyone. We are definitely going to have a much more abundant, much more healthier year. I know last year was rough on a lot of us, but we aren't going to let that keep us down. But I'm so grateful for all of you. I tell you guys that all the time, but I always will tell you, you guys have changed my life. I love your conversation. I love all the messages. And obviously, I love gabbing about Housewives and Bravo TV with all of you. But until tomorrow's episode, I will talk to you guys on the next one. All right. Bye, guys.